Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Today's Bible verse comes from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 to 31. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Oh, I love that song. You know that song? I do. Yeah, I bet a lot of people listening know that song too. (laughs) Teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, to wait. And I just... Whenever I am feeling kind of upset or something, I can drive in my car and sing that song and just feel empowered every time that I do. And I lost my, oh well, I lost my place here in my notes, but I, what the the prayer today was about surrendering your weaknesses to God. And I wrote about this on Scattered Seeds a few days back, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, the word surrender, it's the same word that we use when we are giving up property, when we're selling property. So if someone else takes over your home, you surrender the keys to them, you surrender all rights to them. So when we give our lives over to God, it's more than just a prayer. It's a full surrendering of our life to him. It's saying, okay, Lord, now you have the keys to do with my life as you will. And that includes surrendering everything that we have to God, not just a part of it. If we sell our house, we don't just give that person access to one room. They have the entire room. They have the keys. They move in and they take over ownership. And that's so important for us to remember as believers is that when we give our lives to the Lord, he takes over ownership. So everything that we have becomes his. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's probably one of the most famous verses. Yeah, I, it I, is. I think, but only part it's of so it. Good. Yeah, I know. I just sit here reading it over and over again. Um, it's really interesting how um, how this is written, though, because where it um, where it starts with even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. He's he's doing that. Isaiah is doing that thing again where he he loves to, just like we were talking about Peter and John doing this, talk about the different stages of growth in a Christian's life. And he's saying that as you grow, you will not be weary, uh, you shall walk and you shall not faint. You know, and so that's what we need to what we need to really try to achieve is that maturity in our faith, um, you know, so that we can walk and not and not be faint. Where in Peter would you find that? Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> we had this discussion I, the other oh, day on the yeah. weekly podcast. Check out the weekly podcast. You'll see me eat crow. But um, yeah, I thought it was First Peter chapter one. It's First Peter chapter five. Yeah, and I will never forget that again in my life. And me so, neither. you actually read the entire first chapter of first Peter 
looking for it, and I went, oops. <laughs> So. so when I did the Bible study on the armor of God, yeah. I talked about the um, the eagles and how it reminds me of this verse that they shall mount up with wings as eagles. So what it is, is that when you have a storm approaching, an eagle doesn't fly away from the storm. What it does instead is that it sets its wings in a certain way that when the wind comes, he soars above the storm. The wind actually carries him above the storm. And that's where they soar. They soar high above. They don't mm -hmm. run from the storm. And so we as Christians too, I believe that when a storm is coming to us, it's the same as the way that we set our sail, set our compass, set our wings as an eagle and rise above that storm. It's all dependent on where our faith is. What are we focusing on? Exactly. What are we looking at in yeah. our lives? Where is where are the treasure we? of our heart? That's right. Where are we in our walk? And that, mm -hmm. and that's, that's really what this is all contingent on. But now to, to pull this back into, into marriage, which I often fail to do. And then every time we finish the podcast, I always go, Oh, I forgot to do this. Maybe if, I should wear like a wedding gown or something when we're doing this. So you that remember would be well, one of those like weird. big giant veils. No, like that, the that's, kind of, that's not yeah, good. Yeah. I think it would it'd be a good reminder. We're talking about marriage here. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're not. But the, yes, we are. the the thing uh, the thing is is that if we ourselves um, are strong in our faith, our marriage is going to uh, our marriage is going to reflect that. Mm -hmm. And so, if we're both strong in our faith, our marriage is going to be strong. It's it it just can't be anything but. And yeah. so um, that is that's kind of a gift almost that we give one another is to present ourselves strong in the faith and being able to um, endure things, being able to uphold one another, um, you know, being more able to do that, which is another way, I guess, of, of looking at it. I think surrendering your weakness to God, though, is something that might be difficult to do. If your weakness is, you know, flying off the handle, or if your weakness is pride, like if you have a bad temper, if you're overly proud, it's those areas that we are struggling with the most. So when we say to surrender your weaknesses to God, we're saying, God, I am really going to try to give these up. I'm going to make an effort to do better in this area of my life. And that's where it's really difficult to do because it's easy to do better in the areas that are already easy to us. Like, Well, um, the thing is, is when we become believers, um, things are easier for us because of the power of God not mm -hmm. because of something that we're bringing to the table. And so God changes us from the inside out. He pours out his love within our hearts and cleanses our conscience. And so our views of things start to change dramatically, um, you know. And so... That's what, if we allow him to also, yeah. because some people reject that, that Holy Spirit speaking to their conscience and they reject it and then... They're not allowing God to move through them and work through them. Yeah, those are those are people. Yeah, I mean, un that's unfortunate, but that is that is the case with with people that you know they they don't change. They don't change, and um, and that's not how it should be. That's not how it should be. We should have the divine nature of God. The Scripture says we trade the fallen nature for a divine nature, 
And mm-hmm. we are conformed to the image of Christ more and more as time goes on. And so we need to see that growth, but that growth is not from us. So we can't stand up and, and take any credit for that. Like, oh, wow, I, I do this now. And I'm, you know, I used to, this used to trip me up all the time. And now it's, it's nothing to me. How good am I? Right? No, it's not like that. It's the power of God working within us that empowers us to live you know, uh, as Christ lived, to be conformed to His image, and so um, yeah, so that's that's how we become. Yeah, but there's also a struggle. I well, know that we're probably getting like past the five minute mark, but Paul says, "I beat my ago. body into subjection." Mm-hmm. So there's not so much. I wouldn't want to get people to get the impression of what you're saying is like just sitting back on a comfy recliner and saying, "Yeah, Holy Spirit, just work through me." I'm not going to do anything here. I'm going to continue in my sin. But sometimes those sins are a real struggle. Well, that's where we were talking about temptations a a few days ago, five days, whatever it was. But temptations are something that are ignited um, by our lust. So if we have a lust for something and something is presented to us, that flares up. And those are the things that, that Paul was saying, I beat my body into, into submission so that those things don't rise up and, and cause me trouble. So okay. that's, that's what that is. It's, yeah. it's all the power of God working in us that transforms us, nothing of ourselves. Amen. Amen.